Um, anyway, let me ask you this. If this cage fight takes place, who are you rooting for and why? <laughs> yep. It's a tough one. <laughs> that is a tough one. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Coming up on 12 minutes after 8 on this Thursday morning, it's June 22nd. Today is the opening day of Summerfest. Remember the three consecutive weekends schedule now. So Thursday, Friday, or yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday for this year's nine-day run of Summerfest. Much more on that ahead here in this hour. We also have WTMJ's Jeff Wagner and Wisconsin's Afternoon News, both full live at Summerfest, so stop by and say hello. Eric, I'll be judging the brats for Johnsonville's yes. contest at All the right. Somerville stage on the north end of the grounds. Contest starts at 12.15, and the judging gets underway then. So right when the gates open at Summerfest, I'll be out there if you want to stop by and say hello. want to start off with the waning hours of the search for the five missing explorers who had been trying to visit the wreck of the Titanic in a submersible, been missing for days, lost contact with the surface, have not been heard from, or at least as far as we know. A number of search crews have reported banging sounds that could possibly have been that crew trying to communicate with the surface in some way. But we say the waning hours because best case scenario was they had enough oxygen on board to last until about sometime this morning. And it is sometime this morning. Right, and it's very, very cold, and with little oxygen, you wonder how much time, if any, is left. National Geographic editor Kristen Romey. What the crew, if they are still present with us, what they are doing to conserve that air. There was a famous sub-rescue in 1973 with a Pisces III where the crew members were rescued after nearly 80 hours. And you have to be very conscious about how you consume your air and what you do in the submersible um, to reduce the amount of oxygen that you are consuming. Yeah, so that's likely what may have happened at the start of this process, this uh, this tragedy. Uh, was there looking to conserve? At this point, though, there's worries about hypothermia. There's worried. I mean, this was just an estimate, too, by the way, that they would have air. They generally don't push it this long, obviously. So where are they? That's still the, that's still the issue. Um, there are plenty of other issues besides that. So say they found them, right? Say that like in a minute, they're like, hey, we found the submersible. It's in this little area right here. <clears throat> then comes the very, very, very difficult task of trying to bring it back to surface. Uh, because this isn't your standard sub that you think of, right? With the steel it's or whatever it is. It's not a big old military sub no. either. Like, this is a tiny little... Brrr. Right. The Titan is a carbon fiber composite sub. This is a new situation that we're dealing with. These are not steel subs that we, you know, usually have going down to Titanic. And the equipment that is being brought in, there is concerns that it would actually damage the hull of the submersible if there are indeed people still alive on it. I'm going to continue with a couple of updates here because there is some new information coming in this morning from CNN about the search. But I want to plant this in your mind here as we continue this conversation. Something that's interesting to me, Eric, over the last couple of days that we've been talking about this, I've been seeing a few, not a ton, but a few texts trickling into the old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620, of people at least asking the question, 
Why are we searching for these people? And some of it is, you know, the amazing amount, the the outlay of resources, how much it must cost to deploy all of these ships, all of these aircraft. The U.S. Throughout. Coast Guard, the Canadian Coast Guard. An international effort to try to find these five missing explorers. And people have asked the question, sounds like an awful lot of money to spend on what looked like grim prospects to begin with. And why are we expending all of those resources to find these people? I suppose it's a fair question to ask, but I guess what would you have anyone do? Don't isn't that what we just do? Don't we don't we save people? We save everybody. We try to save everybody. We save hikers up on a mountaintop who get caught in a snow squall. We're right now looking for a kid in the central Wisconsin woods who apparently disappeared on his own, it sounds like, went to try to become a survivalist of some kind. Try to save that 13-year-old, I think. It's 13. We save people who refused evacuation orders in a hurricane and then get stuck in their home and they're on their rooftops and we bring in helicopters and we lift them to safety. We save everybody. Cops will try to save the person who just shot at them after they shot that suspect will then go in and immediately render, render first aid. aid. Yep. We just yep. save people. That's what we do. I'm sensing a little bit of, well, these are a bunch of rich folks, so what? So what, let them die? Like, don't try? I mean, is that the suggestion? Uh, what tax I, bracket are you in? I, well, <laughs> oh, jeez. Oof. Yeah, they're rich. They knew what they were getting into. To hell with them. Uh, well, that said, too, uh, don't for a second think that some of their own money might be being used to help with this process anyway. Sure, or uh, if they but, were to lift them up and one of the guys down there is a billionaire, right? Yeah. If they were to somehow find them, boy, it'd be pretty tough for that guy not to... Give a whole bunch of money back to some of these resources that have been expended. He's showering them with riches. <laughs> I, I do. They saved them. There is. For an, sure. You're right, though. There is some with the uh, the lack of empathy we we seem to be having as we continue into the 21st century is concerning at times. And yeah, the point's well taken. They made a decision to do yeah. this. You're what right. were you telling me about uh, the Simpsons writer who's been on a number of these trips? Oh, He's been on CNN and a couple yeah, of others. They've so talked to him. There's this writer who just happens to be a showrunner for the Simpsons, or used to be anyway. And he's done the uh, he's done the trip multiple times. And he commented that, first off, he said, by the way, you lose connection with the ship. Every time he went down, they lost connection to the actual ship that they descended from. So, okay, like, there's so a moment where, like, they had no radio connection and anything. 12, 13,000 feet below the surface right. of the ocean, they lose contact. Yeah, but he said that, look, you know, obviously, just like a lot of different things, you are given a lot of paperwork. All right, you got to read through this, read the fine print, sign this and that. He says on the very first page, it says at least three different times something about death. Like that, you know, right. that you can potentially die and you're not going to sue and all this kind of stuff or your family won't or whatnot. Um, so th- that that is clearly on the minds and clearly a thing that is discussed or at least made sure you're aware of before you get in the submersible and go down two and a half miles. So updating, I, I, I just think that's interesting. It's an interesting question that that people have. I think we just save people. That's what we do. Actually, somebody just texted in on the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. When we're not killing each other, humanity does a pretty yeah. good job of taking care of its own. Remarkably. An interesting yeah. point. There are some times when it's a pretty remarkable save, too. In this case, oof, I, I, I mean, they do have... A robot ROV now on the ocean floor, 
as they continue to surge. At least that's the that's the newest of, piece of information. Yeah, 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 CNN just reporting that one of those search vehicles, that robotic it's vehicle, Thursday <laughs> is now twelve thousand five hundred feet below the surface of the ocean, and then what? Now just commencing its search. Yeah, I mean, and there could be a lot of different reasons for that. We've heard a lot of different things about the company that had these submersibles. We've heard that there's been some organizational issues as to who is available and who to ask to come where and to send this, you know, piece of machinery to this area versus that area. Um, There's been a lot of concerns over how well the organizational effort has been with this. I don't know if it would have mattered. I mean, I still, I, I. I still will call it a miracle if they actually even find the vessel. Right. Much less in time. Right. And we're able to save them. And that, you know, that's a question moving forward as well. How long do we continue the effort to even locate the vessel after now all hope is lost? And that's been a business for years, too. Like going to the Titanic site and either touring it or retrieving. I think they probably have some rules in place now about retrieving artifacts. But like that's been at the museum. Milwaukee Public Museum. I've been to that exhibit where they bring in all the stuff that was on the boat. That's wild. So right? they've done, I mean, this thing has been looked at, toured, called, taken from for years, ever since Bob Ballard first found it, that this has been going on. So now I wonder what this will do to that site, how this will change that quote unquote industry. More people weighing in on the question of whether we should even be looking for these folks at the bottom of the Atlantic. Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Share more of those thoughts coming in with you next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight twenty four on Wisconsin's Morning News. The question has been coming in as to why we're even looking for these five explorers who went to visit the wreckage site of the Titanic, the suggestion being that, you know, we're spending a lot of time, energy, and resources trying to find people who knowingly took their lives in their own hands and risked their lives to do this visit. A couple of quick ones here. Uh, agree, empathy is lacking. We save for the sake of humanity. We cannot lose sight of the individual for the collective. Here's one from Joe. When the ambulance picks you up and you end up dying, you still get a bill. Um, let's see here. It's not just the civilized human spirit to let people die. Uh, and then this one, yes, you should keep looking, but why is the explorer not threat, uh, tethered to the mothership? So why is the submersible not having a connect, a direct connection via cable to the ship above? Well, I'm wondering why they don't have a black box. Airplanes well, have that and they find them at the bottom of the ocean. Just saying. Yeah, like some sort of transmitter device or something like that. Mm. On the tether thing, like, again, we're talking about That's just to get to the bottom, 12,500 feet, the length of that cable, then you'd need to have it 14, 16,000 feet. You need two motherships, one to carry all the cable. Right. <laughs> I mean, think of, your, think of yourself out in the backyard with your, you know, if you got the lawn, the garden hose and you got one of those things, yeah. there's just a guy there. Just going and going and going and going. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just not practical. I mean, I know we've laid we've laid a cable across the Atlantic, but yeah, that was an extensive operation. Plus, you had even said it's not like they honed right in on okay, we're right on top of the Titanic now, and just drop this little submersible in. You got to look for it. There's some looking around after that, even. Now, oftentimes, it takes hours to find the debris uh, from the two six two. What about the migrant ship that just sunk off the coast of Greece? How many resources are being used for that? 
I don't know the answer, but hopefully all of them, as many as they have. Do we assume that none? We save people. We should go say, save people. Right? We assume that that ship has been cleared or at least, right? Just yeah. because the energy and time that we're seeing on CNN is on the submersible doesn't necessarily mean that the Greece ship is not... That there aren't attention. resources being expended there. And if that were the case, I'd say that's abominable. I, mean, I, I agree. Right. I, totally I, agree. I think we just can't, where I come down on it is you just can't enter into these decisions of, well, this group over here is worth saving or these po- folks aren't. Like, we save people until I, Right. We but can't. I think the bigger question to that migrant ship text could be, why is that not getting more attention? You know, I, you know that's fair. I think just the the weirdness, just for the media attention. Yeah, just the, from, from our standpoint, in terms of what's captivated people's attention, I think just the weirdness of it happens more often than probably you would think, but not very often that humans go down to the wreckage of the Titanic. Right, so few people have ever done that. It's the weirdness of being trapped there for days. The looking, the searching, the wondering. Like there's a there's an intrigue there's about it that's different, and yeah. it's the Titanic. Which There's that. over the years has had this mystery to it. Yes. Finding it in the first place after decades and decades was amazing and incredible. The The movie brought back all the storylines. I mean, there's so many different aspects to people's fascination with that boat. Some interesting social media from someone related to one of the people who is on this ship. We'll tell you about that next on Wisconsin's Morning News. on Wisconsin's Morning News. This is the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. What do you think the Coast Guard is for? It's their job to do rescues. And someone else asked the question, you know, ask ask yourself one question. What if it was my loved one? Millionaire or otherwise? One more here I wanted to just touch on. Would the world be searching if these weren't millionaires on board? Yes. I think they would. I gave the example of, like, hurricane victims. Think of Hurricane Katrina, all the scenes that we saw there. Plucking people off of rooftops and out of cars. Even people, and Katrina was a different story, but there have been people who violated evacuation orders. They were ordered to evacuate. They didn't. People went in and saved them. Rich, poor, or otherwise, like, they went in and saved them. I think we just save people. We try to. We try to save them. And it appears those efforts are for naught at this point because the clock has basically expired on oxygen, that being one of the so many problems. But uh, maybe the last few hours of hope. My guess is they'll do recovery efforts through the weekend. And then from there, if nothing is found, they'll move. I don't want to say they'll move on. Obviously, I think I still think there'll be some, some exploration and some attempts to look. My but son I, asked me what was up with this. His, his only connection to this item in the news is some stuff he was seeing, some memes that are going around about a relative of one of the yes. people who's on the sub yeah. or on the submersible posting pictures. He was at a concert or this, something. This really bothers me, actually. I just think it's... I, I don't I don't know why you would at least promote it. So British billionaire explorer Hamish Harding, he's one of the guys that's um, uh, in the submersible uh, on board that Ocean Gate expedition, Titan. His stepson is named Brian, Brian Saz. And he posted on Facebook on Monday... You know, a picture of his stepdad, and he goes, Amish is my stepdad. Amish is my dad, or my stepdad. I, he's lost in the submarine. Thoughts and prayers. 
We'll be, you know, I, I so hope that they find him. So that was his post. Okay, good. Just so a few the... minutes. <laughs> just minutes? A, just a few minutes after posting the rescue mission, about the rescue mission, Brian revealed that he was attending the Blink-182 show in San Diego, posting a pic of himself outside the venue. Hey, I'm at a show. Um... And then he writes this, it might be distasteful being here, but my family would want me to be at the Blink-182 show. He tags Blink-182 as it's my favorite band. And oh, music well, if it's your favorite me, band. <laughs> helps me in difficult times. I don't, I mean, I get it. Everyone deals with this differently. And what, what could he possibly do? Can do nothing but sit there on the couch and stare or talk with, offer support. My issue isn't that he went. Fine, go deal with this how your tragedy however you want. Just but he posted about post, it. <laughs> like you don't have to tell her. But by the way, also if you see me at the Blink One Eighty Two concert, and then probably a little separation between those two posts, if nothing else. So I wonder. Give if, it a breath, guy. Yeah, but maybe you're getting in front of it this way because otherwise, if there's a a candid shot of you, you celebrating, go. singing. This guy minutes ago posted whatever. Yeah, here he is at the Blink One Eighty Two show. Or just live your life without all that. <laughs> How about post nothing? Yeah, or, or. Also an option. <laughs> you die right, I got the blue. From my head down to my shoe. You die right, I got the blue. From my head down to my shoe. 8.38 on Wisconsin's Morning News, opening day of Summerfest. Buddy Guy, your headliner tonight on the Uline Warehouse stage. Gates open at noon on the big gig, 55th annual. It's been a while since we've had one, but it's very important that we conduct Best it today. Ever. It's very important. Yes, we need a musk watch. Best ever. This Best is, must watch ever. This is what dreams are made of. <laughs> this must watch. This is what dreams are made of. Must watch for Thursday, June 22nd. So a business rivalry seemingly isn't enough, says CNN, for two of the tech industry's most powerful billionaires. Now, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg say they want to settle their scores in a cage fight. Yes. So, I thought you were making this up, which, again, <laughs> which would you had, be something I would do. You had me for a moment convinced they were going to flood Brady Street <laughs> to make as it a solution like to the reckless driving problem. Yeah, make it like Venice and have gondolas and For stuff. a second, I believe the Common Council was considering that. <laughs> that would have been awesome. It would have been very pretty. All the boats. Um, okay, so this is legit. Totally this real. This is a real thing. The owner of Twitter and the CEO of Tesla recently tweeted that he would be up for a cage fight. With Zuckerberg. Okay, stop. Why? Why did he tweet because, that? Well, so he tweets everything. He's always poking and needling and being silly. So he's just silly. being a goof. Yes. He's, hey, he's, what do you think? Cage fight, huh? Yeah, I think he's often like that. Well, he did that a couple of days ago. And in an Instagram story posted on Wednesday, Zuckerberg fired back a screenshot of Musk's tweet and then had a caption that said, Send me location. Meaning he was ready to go. Outstanding retort. Now, let me handicap this. If I'm Elon Musk and I was just being a goof, right, or just poking or whatever, had no sense that this was reality. And that's that's the response I got. <laughs> I'm just thinking me. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and right? why? And why would you say, uh oh? Well, there's one main reason why. That's because. Wait, play the game first. Let's ask okay. people. All right. right? Think of um, Elon Musk and 
Think of Mark Zuckerberg. Picture right. them both. We need we need someone on the phone. 855-616-1620. Real quick. Real quick. 855-616-1620 on the old National Bank talk and text line. We're He's got one you. big quick question for you. Yeah, we'll ask it. Old National Bank. Let's have some fun on the radio. Come on. Old National Bank talk and text <laughs> Let's line. Let's have some fun on the radio. 616-1620. We need someone right now. We got them? No? Really? Can we give them something? We can give them a prize pack or something. That, what are you asking of them? We need to I ask. Need we're going to ask I'm, them. The I'm question. going to ask them one question about this story. About this story, and they just got to answer that question. You're right. I didn't. I didn't put a call to action out there. I want to ask. I want to ask you a specific question about this story, and there's no wrong answer. See, my immediate pullback again. If I was just poking around, and a guy's like, "Yeah, sure, we'll do it," is like, "Up, what don't I know?" Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who do I got? Uh, I got to bring her up. Here's uh, Rachel is with us from Waukesha. Hi, Rachel. Hey, good morning. Hi, Rachel. Okay, so if you were to select or bet, we'll go betting. If you were to bet on this fight, if you're going to bet on who would win Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk in a cage fight, that clearly is something that they're interested in doing. Who would you put your money on? Um, On Elon Musk. Yeah, okay. Why? Because he probably has some kung fu moves. <laughs> so, I love where you're going. Here's the thing: is that you're 180 degrees wrong. Zuckerberg actually kicks ass in jujitsu. <laughs> yes, he wins tournaments. He is a martial arts expert. Zuckerberg. I was thinking that Zuckerberg was probably flexible. Yeah, right, and he could pull hair and bite maybe. <laughs> He's scrappy. <laughs> no, actually, oh, so he, I'm sorry, I lose. No, that's okay. Actually, I got one more question for you. Hold on a second. Uh, Zuckerberg has won gold. He's won silver medals. He's actually friends with a bunch of MMA guys. He's talked to Joe Rogan about this. Apparently, he learned all the martial arts stuff during the pandemic, and now he's like going and competing in tournaments. So he would win. Um, anyway, let me ask you this: If this cage fight takes place, who are you rooting for? And why? <laughs> yep. It's a tough one. <laughs> that is a tough one. Um, well, since Elon instigated it, I would hope that he would win. Interesting. All right. Thanks, Rachel. Yeah, Good to talk great, to you Rachel. this morning. Thank you very yeah, much. see, her, her, her take was exactly mine initially. My thought initially was, though, that Elon Musk being a bigger dude. Right. Would probably and what did he say his signature move is? Oh, you want to hear about it? Yeah, he texted or tweeted that he has a great move that he calls the walrus. <laughs> where, let's, let's start there. <laughs> where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. <laughs> so he's being funny. Okay, right. But so my initial thought was, all right, he's a little bit bigger than Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg's just this weakling, right? So Musk overpowers him and just. Bleh. Like, smothers his prey. Musk is going to get killed. But then dude comes back with, I know actual moves. Yes. Jiu-jitsu. There's, I have technique. There's video. He's won medals. Technique oversize every time. And you know he's got the best coaches. Sure. And with nothing to do for the pandemic, learned this skill. And now he's just quick, quick, quick. Done. <laughs> it wouldn't last Musk a minute. <laughs> I still don't Takes know. Takes three shots I, and he's I don't out. know who I'm rooting for in this. If this happens, which would be just awesome, I don't know who I'd root for. Is it ha- true or false? This is happening. Uh, well, they're talking about true it. True or false? I, I do. I think it these, will. These two get in a cage together <laughs> and fight. Do I think it'll happen? Yes. No.
I think I think uh, Musk will talk his way out of it, and they'll like do something for charity or something. But I don't think they actually are throwing fists at each other. We'll do a video game, yeah, or something. Yes, it'll be a virtual, yeah, yeah, shared platform game. Let's put on our Oculus and fight each other. Ha ha ha! It'll be something like that. There's no way they're putting fist to face, (laughs) which would be pretty awesome. Eight forty-five on Wisconsin's Morning News. Well, I did say people were gonna die. about 10 minutes before 9 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Some great texts on the oh, old no. National Bank talking text line. Fantastic. I don't recall asking for any texts on this <laughs> that, topic. That's always the best. <laughs> the unsolicited texts are always what the best ones. What are the people saying? <laughs> so we were discussing uh, this Elon Musk Mark Zuckerberg cage match idea. So this is actually really a thing that the two now are Social media, mediaizing at each other. What's the word I'm looking for? Communicating via social media yeah, to right. each other. Battle. Could actually have a cage match. Um, Musk threw it out there, and Zuckerberg, who practices martial arts, is like, I'm in. Sure, good. Where so, do you want to go? Yeah, so Uh-oh. we'll see if it happens. But I, I posed the question, like, who do you root for? And we got this on the text line. I'd be rooting for a meteor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's another one. That's just what I want to see. Two geeky white guys slap boxing. And then this one. Then Bezos comes in and uses force lightning on both of them. <laughs> Does he have like the shawl on like the right. emperor as he comes in? That would be great. Wouldn't it be great if he showed though? Like not to fight, just, just to spectate. To watch. Other various titans in the tech industry. Just to gamble on it. Show up. Who's Virgin Atlantic guy? That guy. Uh, uh, Roger uh, Richard Bronson. Richard. Yeah, Branson. I was saying Branson, sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Pancake. Branson. Some of these others, they all show up. It'd be like in Vegas. It'd be just like a fight night in Vegas. We're all, you know, it's a place to be and be seen. But do you think Musk exposes himself to like really getting beaten? I don't think like it'll physically happen. Physically beaten. I don't think and he'll embarrassed. do it. Yeah, no, I don't think he'll do that because he seems to have this weird affirmation problem where he needs to be liked or feel good or. And that would not listen and this, to this. Yeah, if he gets pummeled, which that would not feel good. It would appear he could potentially. I love it. We're still getting tests. Musk, Musk will destroy him. I don't. I disagree. Based on the new knowledge, look at these video. TMZ's got all kinds of video of these martial art tournaments that Zuckerberg does now with jiu-jitsu, and he's winning. He's winning these tournaments. He wears MMA stuff that his buddies who are in MMA have given him. Like, so, like guy, he's legit. He knows what he's doing. These MMA guys aren't reaching out to some tech geek. No, you know, unless they think he's for real. Yeah, they're impressed by him. So, Greg, uh, our producer, Greg Hill, Pancake, there uh, looked up the specs on these guys. What do, what do we have here? Yeah, you want to tail the yeah. tape? We got Elon Musk. Here's the way in. Here's, right. Yeah, here's the way in. <laughs> ging, ging. I would love to see that face off. Elon Musk, 50 years old, standing six foot two and reportedly 180 pounds, going up against Mark Zuckerberg's five foot seven and a half inches. At 146 pounds, <laughs> at 100, and, or I'm sorry, at 38 years old. So Musk would have the reach. Yeah, you got. I'm trying to see how how you how you handicap this one. You got Zuckerberg giving up 30 plus in pounds, five, six, seven inches in height, I wingspan. St- I, I do, if if he is as good as advertised, he clearly has the best coaches. He's winning at tournaments. I don't know how you don't go with that guy. The guy who's actually studying martial arts. And that's actually one of my go-tos that we've suggested. If you're ever in trouble, like 
kind of facing off on it, like you're being attacked, right. like break into some sort of martial arts pretend, pose yeah, in and the act hope, like you know what you're doing. Right, in the hope that the guy would be like, wait a minute, Where, all right, I'm not messing with this. Where's Debbie? Is Debbie there or is she? I, I am. All right, Debbie, <laughs> as the Taekwondo expert, yes. does size matter? Size shouldn't matter because depending on, on what technique you end up using, uh, the bigger the guy is, the more leverage you have uh, if you are able to use your technique correctly. I I hip tossed a, like, I think he was maybe 250 pound guy. Yes. <laughs> Something like that for one of my testing. So, I yeah. Hip tossed. It can be, yes, what? it can be done. It's all about leverage. And that's exactly the point. Like, you could take Eric or me, like, in a second, right? Well, I, pro- I yeah, probably could. could. I mean, it would it would take a little bit, but yeah. I bite, Debbie. Careful, See, that's I what I'm saying. You guys, different <laughs> technique there. It's not like I could use your momentum against you. Yeah, but so right. It's, By the way, I have more momentum than you do. <laughs> Just to let you know. <laughs> I'm a little more girthier. You're going up against some clown who doesn't know what he's doing. Who's just coming in there to no, just... Okay, but let me ask you this. Obviously, Musk has money. Would he then get some coaching? Could he learn, Debbie, that quickly? Could he learn a skill in a matter of Crash six course, months? Six weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. Um, if Mark Zuckerberg is a black belt, probably not. It probably would take how how many you how many you said six weeks? Yeah, sure, six weeks. Uh, he might be able to to get to the point if he was if that's all he did. Yeah. If there was no other, you know, he didn't have to go to work and all this stuff. Going in the tank, I'm working with the best trainers in the world. Exactly. Six weeks. Yeah, he might be able to get something, you know, in the in the brain bank. There. And it looks like Zuck is into jujitsu, and I'm looking at the belt he's wearing, mm-hmm. and I know nothing about this. It's uh, green and gold. Green and gold. Okay. Oh, Packers belt. That's yes. a champion. Go pack. All time champion. Goal. Oh yeah. That belt trumps them all. Eight fifty five on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Eight fifty-eight on Wisconsin's Morning News. Again, WTMJ broadcasting live from Summerfest, opening day today. So, Jeff Wagner, starting at noon, is going to be live from the Summerfest grounds on Thursdays and Fridays. Remember, we got the three weekend run of the festival now. So Thursdays and Fridays will be our live broadcast days at Summerfest. You got Wagner at noon and then Wisconsin's Afternoon News doing their whole show down there as well, starting at three o'clock. Tracy Johnson in for Steve Scafidi today. You'll make your way out there at some point. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Going down Saturday, going to see uh, James Taylor. So. Oh, very nice. Sorry right. about that. Good, yeah. good, good. How about you? Uh, yeah, I have a couple. Of, well, I'm going down the, today because I'm judging the Johnsonville of course Top you Your Brat contest. Oh my! F- yeah, okay. I heard about that. What is ta- okay? What what does that exactly mean? So they had this contest online. They reached out and said, "Tell us three toppings on your brat and how you wrap it." So you didn't have to go with a bun. Uh, one of the finalists is wrapping the brat in a tortilla. Another one is using pita bread because it's like a Euro theme. Another one with a substantial Italian bun. So they all have different themes. And then give us the three toppings on there. So uh, they actually gave me Tracy like a rubric. Like a, this, this counts twenty five percent. This is fifteen yeah. percent. Like I feel like you can get more creative than like a tortilla. 
Well, like, that was like, put it in like an Oreo cookie or something. Yeah, it was like okay. a Latin theme or something. Okay. State Fair, Tracy. Okay, <laughs> and it's deep All fried. Right. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. Deep fried brat on a stick. So I'll be down there at noon today when the gates open. Tracy Johnson is next on WTMJ. The bigger the guy is, the more leverage you have uh, if you are able to use your technique correctly. I I hip tossed a like I think he was. Maybe 250 pound guy. Yes. <laughs> Something like that for one of my testing. So, I yeah. Hip toss. It can be, yes, what? it can be done.